Lecture topic: Reality of Shukr. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi aladhin astafa. Amma baadu faaudu billahi min al-shaytan al-rajim. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Fadkuruni, azkurukum, washkuruni, wala takfurun. وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يزال لسانك رطبا من ذكر الله او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم most respected علماء الكرام brothers and elders throughout the world the one common line that is repeated over and over again and is heard all the time any gathering any discussion any two people get together also but somewhere or the other this is the standard thing that will come up is that there are numerous problems around difficulties hardships and many would say that in our living history and memory we haven't ever experienced conditions of this nature etc so one is that these situations come as a test from allah taala and when tests come there are those who shine in a test so during the course of the year they are working very well they are doing whatever is required but it doesn't become apparent that what mashallah they are achieving but now end of the year comes there's an examination there's a test now the person has put in a little bit extra effort maybe whatever he has done but now he writes that examination writes that test and he scores very good marks gets an excellent pass gets a distinction so now when the test came he shone and he shines in such a way now that everybody is congratulating him then there's some rewards that's getting and then somebody wants to now treat him to something so all this came because when the test came he shone in the test so what is these tests and situations come up there are those servants of allah taala who shine in these tests whatever the situation is they shine in the sense that they don't waver in their commitment to allah taala they don't waver in their dedication and loyalty to their rabb that we are the servants of allah taala we are the slaves of allah taala whether in ease whether in adversity whether good times bad times in health in sickness in prosperity in poverty whatever the situation is in all conditions we are the slaves of allah taala so the conditions must not affect that commitment that loyalty to allah tbaraka wa taala so mashallah those tests bring out that inner qualities in them and subhanallah they gain so much more they get so much closer to allah tbaraka wa taala So for such people 
that test is a test, but it becomes a big ni'mat. It becomes a very great ni'mat. Because it's brought them closer to Allah wa ta'ala. And then indeed, in the Qur'an Sharif also Allah Ta'ala mentions in many many places, and in the Ahadith it is mentioned in many places, that circumstances, situations, meaning negative, difficult circumstances come sometimes, challenges, hardships, they come, they come to bring a person out of his slumber. وَلَنُذِيقَنَّهُمْ مِنَ الْعَذَابِ الْأَدْنَى دُونَ الْعَذَابِ الْأَكْبَرِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْجِعُونَ وَهَرَ الْفَسَادُ فِي الْبَرِّ وَالْبَحْرِ بِمَا كَسَبَتْ أَيْدِ النَّاسِ لِيُذِيقَهُمْ بَعْضَ الَّذِي عَمِلُوا لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْجِعُونَ Allah Ta'ala says we sometimes crack the whoop but the purpose is not to just inflict some punishment for the sake of inflicting punishment but that is to bring people back to Allah Ta'ala to make them come back to Allah Ta'ala so outwardly that too though outwardly it is a punishment it is a chastisement, but in its end result, if a person has used that as an opportunity to come back to Allah Ta'ala, then that too has served to become a na'mat for him. So though initially it was whatever it was, but in its end result, that too became a na'mat. Because at the end of the day, dunya is a very temporary place. All these difficulties and hardships of dunya will sooner or later end one day with moth. But the Akhirat is everlasting. If a person went into difficulties of the Akhirat, that's a major disaster. So if this little difficulty and challenge of dunya saved a person from the difficulties of Akhirat, because he came back to Allah, then that itself became a great na'mad. So now this situation continues in dunya. This is part of how dunya carries on. And we see it happening all around, we see it happening all the time. But nevertheless, there's various aspects mentioned in the Quran Sharif, in the light of which we have to analyze this situation. In our own lives, in our immediate surroundings, our immediate situations, and then on a broader scale also. We have to analyze it in the light of many, many ayat, but on this occasion, one particular ayat of the Quran Sharif and what relates to it. In the ayat of the Quran Sharif that was recited, Allah Ta'ala says, فَذْكُرُونِي أَذْكُرُكُمْ وَشْكُرُونِي وَلَا تَكْفُرُونَ We all, MashaAllah, might be half of this ayat of the Quran Sharif. We've heard it so many times. We've heard it being discussed so many times. Very popular ayat of the Quran Sharif, recited often. Allah Ta'ala says, فَذْكُرُونِي Remember Me I will remember you. And washkuruli wala takfurun. Be grateful to me. Never ever, don't ever be ungrateful. Wala takfurun. Don't be ungrateful. You find many places, these are two things that I'll mention side by side. Zikr and shukr. In this ayat of the Quran Sharif also. That remember me, zikr and shukr, washkuruli. In the famous hadith Sharif, Hazrat Mu'az, Radiallahu ta'ala an, Nabi Islam taught him a dua and told him don't ever leave this out after any farsala. Every farsala, after that farsala, make sure you recite this. Make sure you make this dua. In other words, five times a day make sure you are asking for this also. 
And five times a day, minimum, this will become a reminder for you too. Because after all, you're asking for it. So if you're just reciting it, parrot fashion, then that's a different matter. But if you're asking for it, then you're asking for it, inshallah, you'll get it too. And it'll be a big, big reminder as well. Allahumma a'inni ala zikrik wa shukrik wa husni ibadatik. Nabi Sallallahu with great emphasis, taught him this dua. So don't ever leave it out after any farsala. Oh Allah, you help me, a'inni. Help me to fulfill your zikr and fulfill your shukr and to worship you in the most excellent manner. So zikr and shukr. What is the link? The link is that that person who has zikr alive in his heart, who is truly zakir, who is truly a person remembering Allah Taala, because he is conscious of Allah Taala, he is the person who will make shukr in reality. And if he has forgotten Allah Taala, then shukr will also be a faraway thing. Then he will start focusing towards himself, I. I did this, I did that. I am the one who has done all this. It's my hard work, my effort, my intelligence, my expertise. And you know, I applied my mind and all the kinds of things that we will say. So the focus will change and turn away from Allah wa ta'ala and will come towards oneself. I am the one doing everything. But if Allah Ta'ala's consciousness is alive in the heart, zikr is alive, then shukr will be alive also. That everything is from Allah Ta'ala. And I have to be fully grateful to Allah Ta'ala alone. It's mentioned in one riwayat that Musa wasalam asked Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. That Ya Allah you've asked, you've, I want to be grateful to you. Kefa ashkuruk. Ya Allah I want to be grateful. How must I be expressing the shukr to you? So Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala said to Musa wasalam, in zakartani faqad shakartani if you remain forever mindful of me remember me all the time then you have indeed fulfilled my gratitude wa in nasitani faqad kafartani and if you forget me then whenever you have forgotten me you have been ungrateful to me now this is the issue that Shukr has been highlighted so strongly in the Quran Sharif and in this ayat, zikr is the basis on which shukr will take place. If zikr is missing, then shukr might just be their name. There might be some name of shukr. We might feel we're making shukr. But if zikr is missing, the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala is missing, then the reality of shukr is very far-fetched that is going to be present. Because if zikr is missing, a person has forgotten Allah Ta'ala. How is he going to be grateful to Allah Ta'ala then? So the one aspect and the first aspect is zikr. So bringing alive zikr. Now zikr, you understand zikr, we generally feel it's meant to be some recitations at a specific time. Those specific time recitations are meant to help to bring the total consciousness of Allah Ta'ala all the time. So those recitations are very necessary. We have been emphasized upon to be engaging in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala 
the various formulas of dhikr with the tilawat of the Quran Sharif, the tasbihat, istighfar, durud sharif, various things have been taught in the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. How much of our day is dedicated to some formal dhikr? In the formal manner, person is dedicating some time to be engaged in Allah Ta'ala's remembrance. That's something now to ponder over, to think about. That in the whole day, 24 hours, 60 minutes in each hour amounts to 1,400 and some minutes. And out of that, how many minutes have I dedicated, dedicated to the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala? in the formal formulas and manners of vikr. That's something to ponder over and if we find it hardly there, nothing or hardly anything then something to really think that where are we, what are we up to, where are we heading to, how are we going to get closer to Allah Ta'ala without vikr? There are so many ahadith about the virtues of vikr, the importance of vikr, and it's astounding to what extent Rasulullah has highlighted and emphasized upon the zikr. One sahabi comes and he asks that there are so many things to be done, meaning optional things, additional things. I can't do everything. There's so much to be done. But now what do I do? What do I really latch on to? Other things I will do as much as I can, but you can't do it all the time. Rabbi Salaam said, one thing you can just keep latching on to all the time. La yazalu lisanuka ratban min zikrillah. Keep your tongue moist with the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. The whole idea is that this zikr of Allah Ta'ala from the tongue must come so, come so deeply into the heart that then at any and every juncture the person's heart and mind immediately goes to Allah Ta'ala. Whether it is some difficulty, his heart goes to Allah Ta'ala. Whether it is some ease, some happiness, his heart goes to Allah Ta'ala. He doesn't forget Allah Ta'ala in the difficulty. He doesn't forget Allah Ta'ala in the prosperity, the ease, the happiness. He doesn't forget Allah Ta'ala at home. And he doesn't forget Allah Ta'ala at work. He doesn't forget Allah Ta'ala in the masjid. And he doesn't forget Allah Ta'ala on the street. At all times, he's conscious of Allah Ta'ala. When he's having a little light-hearted moment with his friends also, he doesn't forget Allah Ta'ala. And when he's in the middle of some ibadat, then too he's fully focused and conscious of Allah Ta'ala. That is the purpose and the essence of the zikr. That the zikr must build up to this point that the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala becomes ever present in the heart. And when this consciousness of Allah Ta'ala will come alive, then this will bring alive the shukr of Allah Ta'ala. The zikr, fazkuruni, azkurkum, there's many, many explanations that have been given of this. One is, فَذْكُرُونِي بِالْإِطَاعَةِ أَذْكُرُونِي بِالْأَذْكُرُكُمْ بِالْإِنَايَةِ You remember me by obeying me, I will remember you by showering my favors upon you. Many other explanations the Mufassirin have given in a similar manner. One explanation some ulama have given, that what is actually meant here is various things. The first level is Allah Ta'ala is saying Fazkuruni Azkurkum. Fazkuruni Bitaati. You remember me by being obedient to me. Fazkuruni bi ni'mati. You remember me and be grateful to me for my bounties. This is linked to the shukr as well. 
وشکرولی بی گریٹفل ٹو می تو اشکرنی نعمتی یو ریممبر می فور مائی باؤنٹیز یو بی گریٹفل یو ایکسپریس شکر فور مائی باؤنٹیز ان ریٹرن ہوٹ آئی ول گیو یو آئی ول گیو یو مائی اطاعت آئی ول بلس یو ود دا توفیق آف اوبیڈینس شکر ول برنگ دا توفیق آف اوبیڈینس And then you become grateful over that obedience that this too has come from Allah alone. And in return, I will give you something beyond. I will give you the sweetness of khalwat, of solitude with Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. And when you start making shukar upon that solitude, then I will increase something beyond that. Then I will bless you with my qurb and my nearness and closeness and when you will be truly grateful upon that nearness and closeness that I will bless you with I will bless you with something beyond that as well I will bless you with ghina with independence and you will have no attention towards the makhluk of Allah Ta'ala attention will be towards Allah Ta'ala alone and when you will make shukar upon that ghina and be grateful for that bounty that I blessed you with, I will bless you with something beyond that as well, then you will gain my marifat. That marifat and that recognition of Allah wa ta'ala, which is what we should be aspiring for, what we should be working towards. Now the zikr will bring alive that shukr, and when shukr takes place in his reality of all these aspects, then it will take one to this level of marifat, which is where the target and goal is, that we have to reach that marifat of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ Allah Ta'ala says we haven't created insan and jinnat إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ Abdullah bin Abbas radiallahu explains إِلَّا لِيَعْرِفُونَ so that they may recognize me that marifat may be gained so the zikr to shukr and shukr will come right all the way up to marifat Now this is one aspect that is clear from this ayat of the Quran Sharif how fundamentally important zikr is and shukr is. But together with this the other ayat of the Quran Sharif has to be all the time in front of us. But one is the virtue of something. Something mashallah is a very great virtuous thing. But sometimes something is not just only on the level of being a virtue. It is fundamentally important. And if it is missing, then it is very, very dangerous. This is very clear from the ayat of the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala says, لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ If you are grateful, I will increase my bounty. As we have understood in all these aspects. وَلَإِن كَفَرْتُمْ إِنَّ عَذَابِي لَشَدِيدٌ And if you are ungrateful, then my punishment is very severe. Now this brings us back to where we started off. brings us back right to the beginning where we started off that all around us we see what is going on in our own situations what were challenges we keep facing what hardships and difficulties come one is it comes as a test and it makes some people shine out of this test and indeed Allah Ta'ala raises many people by means of these challenges they reach such heights which they could not have reached with their ibadat But then, for our personal selves, we should be looking at it differently. 
For others, we should be looking at it in this light. For our personal selves, we should be analyzing it in the light of this ayat of the Quran Sharif. La in shakartum, la azidannakum. Wala in kafartum, inna azabi la shadeed. Allah Ta'ala is saying, if you are grateful, I will increase my bounties. If you are ungrateful, then my punishment is severe. Now the question that we have to keep asking ourselves, have I been grateful or ungrateful? Have I been truly grateful or ungrateful? So now, mashallah, how often we say, mashallah, shukar, somebody asks us, how everything is going, shukar, mashallah, alhamdulillah. So now that's the sum total of our shukar. Indeed, that's very good that we say it in those words too. Alhamdulillah. But is that fulfilling what shukar is all about? Somebody says that he is going to be having tea. So now how is he going to have tea? So he had one sip of milk, then he drank some water, and then after that he maybe ate, put a spoon of sugar in his mouth, and now somehow he's trying to figure out how to get the tea bags in. So now, let alone get it within him, it's all placed aside separately, there's the sugar on one side and the tea bag, tea leaves or whatever on one side and the water somewhere, and he says, no, the tea is ready. Anybody will call the tea, see all the ingredients of tea are around, but the tea hasn't been prepared yet. The tea will be prepared and the tea will, when it's presented and somebody says this is tea, then you'll want to see that all this has been now put together and now has been put into a combination that can be called tea. That that water, the tea bag has been boiled in it in a proper way, and then that milk has been added, and that sugar is now in place. Now you call it tea. Otherwise it's water, water is water. And that sugar is sugar. It yet hasn't become tea. But all in one place, in the correct manner, in the correct proportions. Now it's tea. So likewise, Sugar has its ingredients as well. If some ingredient is present and some is not present, so one ingredient is there, it's available, like the tea, is, the milk is available, the water is available, but you can't call it tea yet. It's tea when it's now prepared in the correct manner. So likewise, some ingredients of sugar might be present, but it will be sugar when all the ingredients have combined. Otherwise it's the word of sugar, some ingredient of sugar, but that combination has not taken place yet. There is not the sugar that is required of us, as Allah Ta'ala is stating in the Quran Sharif, la in shakartum la azidannakum, wala in kafartum inna azabi la shadeed. If you are grateful to me, I will increase my favors and bounties. And if you are ungrateful, then my azab is very severe as well. So what are the ingredients of the sugar? And now this is something we have to keep reminding ourselves daily. Asking ourselves this question every morning. And then asking ourselves this question at night as well. Before going to bed. Did I spend my day today in a way that I was grateful or ungrateful? How much gratitude, how much ingratitude? So now what are the ingredients of sugar? The first ingredient of sugar is that any na'mat of Allah Ta'ala, the first thing in the mind and heart is that this is purely from Allah Ta'ala which I didn't deserve one bit of. I was not deserving of it. It's Allah Ta'ala's gift, Allah is granted despite me not deserving anything. I was not entitled, I didn't have any entitlement to it. 
whether it is a worldly bounty, even if it is a dini ni'mat, even that is purely Allah Ta'ala's gift. Not some achievement of mine. I was able to do this every morning. I am waking up for Fajr Salah, my neighbor is not coming. But mashallah, I am there. For ourselves, we say the mashallah very quickly. But all the other things that we do upside down, on that we don't say la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. MashaAllah, whatever is good is good, we should feel happiness for that too. But we shouldn't forget about the things we have done upside down as well, to correct that. So whether it is a dini aspect, whether it is a worldly bounty, it's all purely Allah Ta'ala's grace and mercy. It's all His, purely His favor. So now to first bring that to heart and mind very, very consciously. That this is purely Allah Ta'ala's ni'mat. Allah Ta'ala's favor, His bounty. So if this hasn't even come to the heart yet, then even the starting point of shukr hasn't happened. If a person felt, well, this I had to get. After all, I put so much of effort, so it must come. It must come meaning I am deserving of it, I am entitled to it, I have some right over it, my right over it. So then the essence of shukr is already gone. And it's either day or night, it's either sugar, if sugar is missing, it's the opposite, it's ingratitude. And ingratitude, Allah is warning us, وَلَا إِنْ كَفَرْتُمْ So the first ingredient is this consciousness, becoming very conscious of it, that this is purely Allah Ta'ala's favor, Allah's bounty, not mine. Not my achievement, my expertise, my work, I did this and I did that. Nothing of I. And then, the expression of that in a way that is pleasing to Allah Taala, And that is the hamd and the thana of Allah Taala. The very first word of the Qur'an Sharif teaches us this. Allah Ta'ala's hamd. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. And the entire day we have been taught in the Muslim du'as to keep expressing this hamd as an expression of shukr. person barely opens his eyes. Alhamdulillah illadhi ahyana ba'da ma amatana wa ilayhi nushur making shukr to Allah Ta'ala Ya Allah, all praise due to you you brought me alive after having gone like almost dead I was like dead, you brought me back into life gave me another chance in life all praise to you Allahumma ma asbaha bi min ni'matin aw bi ahadim min khalqik fa minka wahdak la sharika lak falaka alhamd walaka shukr the morning du'as Allah, whatever bounty I have, anybody else has, all is purely from you. There is no partner unto you. Falakal hamd, all praise is due to you. All gratitude to you alone. The expression of that sugar. So the first ingredient was that consciousness in the heart. It's not mine, it's Allah Ta'ala's gift. And then expressing it verbally. But this is still the second ingredient. It's not sugar in totality. This is an ingredient of sugar. And as this, we understood from that example, that if all the ingredients are present, that doesn't yet mean that tea has been made. The tea will be made when those ingredients have been combined. So now an ingredient is present, but still something is missing. The third ingredient of that sugar is, that now that bounty must be used in the way that the benefactor, the being that blessed us with that bounty, 
what will please him about it, how he wants us to use it. So the person now is conscious, Ya Allah, this I, you have blessed me with this ni'mat, it's purely your gift, your bounty. If you didn't grant it to me, the whole world can't give it to me. And it's only your gift. So Alhamdulillah, that one ingredient of shukr is already there. Then together with that, he's expressing it also. Alhamdulillah, Ya Allah, this is your gift, your bounty. Allahumma laka alhamd, wa laka shukr. But then to use that I in the way that Allah Ta'ala is pleased. That is the third ingredient of shukr. If that is missing, then that shukr hasn't happened. And if the opposite is happening, that rather than use that I in the way Allah is pleased with, He's using it in the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala. Then the shukr has been totally demolished and the opposite has happened. Ingratitude has taken place. And Allah Ta'ala is warning us, in kafartum inna adabi la shadeed. If you are ungrateful, then my punishment is very severe. Now this is just one example still. He's expressing the shukar, he's conscious in his heart. Allah Ta'ala's ni'mat. He's expressing the shukar that this tongue Allah granted me. Had it not been for Allah's gift, I won't be able to speak one word. Allah Ta'ala made it possible. Alhamdulillah, he's got that consciousness in the heart. And then he's got that expression on his tongue also of that shukar. But then together with that, he's using that tongue in a way Allah is displeased. There's some vulgarity taking place, obscenity being spoken, some hurtful things are being said, somebody is harmed with the words that he's speaking, and all these kind of things are happening. So the word of shukar, mashallah, was on the tongue, that consciousness was in the heart, but the very important ingredient of now using it correctly, that was missing. So rather than shukar, the opposite of shukar has happened. Allah's warning, in kafartum inna azabi la shadeed. That if you are ungrateful, my punishment is severe. And like this, to think of all the ni'mat and bounties, this hand, these fingers, Allah Ta'ala's ni'mat. So now to be conscious about it too. If I didn't have these fingers, I can't hold on to anything. So now what I must do with this? But now those fingers are pressing buttons that are taking him to haram. So is this the sugar of these fingers? Now those buttons are being pressed which are taking him to all kinds of filth and evil. Those buttons are being pressed to now chat haram, illicit chats. And then on top of that to try and cover it up with some kind of glossy cover. They don't know this is for some, I'm giving some dini nasihat. So this is ingratitude. And this ingratitude, wala in kafartum inna azabi la shadeed. Allah is saying, if you are ungrateful, beware, my punishment is severe. Allah Ta'ala gives respite. Allah gives respite. But then we shouldn't fall into a deception that, well, everything is going fine for me. So there's no problem. Everything is going well. Because Allah knows we have no idea when that rope might run out. How much of rope we've been allowed. Allah forbid that rope runs out as a result of the ingratitude, ongoing ingratitude. And then when that rope runs out, then it might be too late. So Allah Ta'ala has blessed all these bounties to think even that this is my achievement, this is my doing, I have done. This is a very major ingratitude. There's one incident of a very, very great personality. We've heard the names of Junaid Baghdadi, Rahmatullah Ali, Sheikh Shibli, Rahmatullah Ali, 
these were very very great people their teacher and ustad and sheikh sheikh abu abdullah undulusi rahmatullahi sometimes these kind of things happen they happen latala makes it an ibrat for everybody it's a very very lengthy incident no time to go into all the details but he was once on a journey and a huge following going along with him and they stopped at some place as they were coming into this little village there was a church on the side somewhere or some monastery and people were praying at the time and some worshiping the sun or something was carrying on and they passed by he looked at it and just carried on in any case they come to some place where they needed to now perform their salah they stopped for some water there was a well nearby so it was a time now and many people were around there to come and try and take the water so now while this whole group stopped there for that water also his eye fell on one young girl he's a person of this caliber and his eye now fell on this girl and something happened he just remained very quiet three days went and he's not talking anything just performing his salah only everybody is very very perturbed but nobody is getting to know what's going on just to cut the long story short eventually he expressed his situation to everybody he said please leave me and carry on now the love of this girl has come so deeply in my heart i am not in control of my heart anymore so you may all leave now just carry on i'm not coming with they all finally left and after a long time they came back to now one two years one year passed to find out what happened after all because those days the journeys were very lengthy and difficult and when they come back after one year they come and inquire we left behind one person anybody knows where he is this is yes is that girl was the daughter of our leader so he went he wanted to marry her so the condition was placed before him will get you married to her provided you give up your deen you accept christianity and that's what he has done and if you want to find him you go to a certain place around he'll be busy grazing the pigs of the leader and when they come they see him in this condition and it just shatters their hearts what has happened how did this happen again there's so many details to it but then they ask him he says look i'm not in control of myself me lord is telling them to make dua for me in other words he doesn't want to be where he is but something has become a blockage now this is a very very frightening thing that allah forbid due to our action sometimes due to whatever we might have repeatedly indulged in that ingratitude blatantly not bothered once twice ten times just carry on feel everything is fine nobody the wiser i can carry on doing what i want just tempting anybody just carry on in anyhow dealing with people how we wish and then thinking nothing about it and feeling everything is fine nothing is happening to me what happened to me nothing is happening to me but allah forbid that rope runs out sometimes i selling them make dua for me pray for me i i'm not in control of myself any case this whole delegation that came again engaged in a lot of dua a lot of crying to allah taala eventually after some things that have happened in between allah taala gave him tawfiq he came back into iman he accepted islam again so when all this happened and now finally allah's fazl he came back they asked him but what happened how could this have happened to you 
from where to where and you gave up your deen you were standing and grazing those animals which are haram najisul ayn how you fell to this so you seeing when we entered that village and we passed that monastery we passed that church whatever was going on there people were worshiping committing shirk so when i looked at them i felt at that time number one i looked down upon them as look at these people obviously they were committing shirk which is totally a, the worst thing that can ever be done the greatest zulm but it was done in a way as if my position and condition that i am with iman is my achievement that oh, look at me i have iman and tawhid look at these people what they are up to so it was one is that the wrong is wrong one has to judge the wrong as wrong can't judge shirk in any other way but that it is totally haram it is a ticket to jahannam forever but that iman that allah is blessed one word to feel that this is my achievement this is my doing i am the person who has really done something and then likewise iman is obviously the root of everything whatever amal allah taala has blessed with some tawfiq somebody is waking up for tahajjud mashallah excellent somebody is making tilawat of the quran sharif very good tasbihat zikr some effort of deen some welfare work whatever it might be but then if this comes in the way i i did this my my achievement that's a very dangerous one he says when i thought about it in that manner i looked at these people and said i have this iman look at these people i heard a voice from the unseen saying you think it's your achievement if that's what you think will show you and i suddenly felt like something left me like something flew out of my heart and the next thing i was caught up in the love of this girl and this led me to even give up my deen nawazullah now the point to learn in all this is that none nothing is our achievement nothing is our doing it's all the blessing of allah tbaraka wa taala and for that this very deep shukr and the reality of shukr and this is the protection from the azab of allah taala otherwise wala in kafartum inna azabi la shadid if you are ungrateful now we just took a few examples the whole our whole day from morning till evening you have to analyze it in the light of this ayat of the quran sharif that is it something that i am doing which con- which conforms to the dictates of shukr or is it gone the opposite direction is it shukr or is it the opposite and if we keep analyzing we keep analyzing and then keep bringing to heart and mind that how far i'm going to go with the ingratitude to allah taala where is this going to finish off inshallah that will become the means of tawfiq to stop committing any ingratitude and to become truly grateful to allah tbaraka wa taala allah tbaraka wa taala make us among the zakirin among the shakirin in fact this two in one dua this two has been mentioned side by side allahumma ij'alni laka zakkara laka shakkara ya allah make me one who excessively remembers you and make me one who excessively is grateful to you even in this dua also there is this side by side mention zikr and shukr because it's the reality of zikr that will bring shukr alive if the zikr is low the shukr will be low also if zikr is missing the shukr might be there in name it might be on the tongue but 
that sugar will be sugar when all the ingredients are in place. This is what we have to try and build up in our lives. Allah tabarak wa ta'ala give me and all of us a tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wana an alhamdulillahi rabbil alam. وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا ربي صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهل لا اله الا الله لا اله الا الله
ഹുസ്നിബാദ وَاجْعَلْ آخِرَتَنَا خَيْرًا مِّنَ الْأُولَى رَبَّنَا لَا تُؤَاخِذْنَا إِن نَّسِينَا أَوْ أَخْطَأْنَا رَبَّنَا وَلَا تَحْمِلْ عَلَيْنَا إِصْرًا كَمَا حَمَلْتَهُ عَلَى الَّذِينَ مِن قَبْلِنَا رَبَّنَا وَلَا تُحَمِّلْنَا مَا لَا طَاقَةَ لَنَا بِهِ وَاعْفُ عَنَّا وَاغْفِرْ لَنَا وَارْحَمْنَا أَنتَ مَوْلَانَا فَانصُرْنَا عَلَى الْقَوْمِ الْكَافِرِينَ إِلَٰهُ الْعَالَمِينَ يَا اللَّهُ مُوسَى مُوسَى الْمُسْغِيشِيَسْ مُسْكَاهِ مُسْلِمِينَ اللَّهُ ഹമീദ all the noble and beautiful qualities bless us ya allah allah remove all the evil qualities from us ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah save us from all the vices and sins ya allah allah protect us from all the fitna and fasad ya allah protect our families ya allah protect our progenies ya allah protect the entire ummah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ilahul alamin only with your protection can we be saved ya allah allah you protect us ya allah protect one and all ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah allah those who are bent on ya allah spreading fitna and fasad ya allah on spreading immorality and vices ya allah on spreading corruption and mischief ya allah allah give them hidayat ya allah allah give them hidayat ya allah allah if hidayat is not decreed for them ya allah wipe them out from the face of this earth ya allah allah make their schemes fail ya allah allah turn their schemes against them ya allah allah turn their schemes against them ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah protect the ummah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ilahul alamin ya allah all the sacrifices that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam made ya allah allah the difficulties he underwent ya allah the hardships he undertook ya allah he tied stones to his mubarak belly out of extreme hunger ya allah ilahul alamin his blood flowed ya allah ilahul alamin he saw his sahaba being martyred ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah such great hardships and difficulties allah so that today deen could reach us ya allah so that we could be taking our deen ya allah ilahul alamin but we have been so ungrateful for even this ya allah allah we've not appreciated his great sacrifices ya allah allah instead of embracing his mubarak way of life ya allah we've abandoned his sunnah ya allah and we've embraced the ways of his enemies ya allah ya allah how great insult to injury this can be ya allah ilahul alamin forgive this great crime of ours ya allah 
forgiveness major crime of ours, Ya Allah. Allah grant us the tawfiq of Ya Allah appreciating the sacrifices of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah enable us to shun the ways of his enemies, Ya Allah. Enable us to embrace his Mubarak Sunnah, Ya Allah. Enable us to live his Mubarak way of life, Ya Allah. Bless us with the love of the Mubarak Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Enable us to live his Mubarak Sunnah, Ya Allah. Allah enable us to live in his Mubarak footsteps in dunya, Ya Allah. Raise us with him on the day of Qiyamah, Ya Allah. Grant us his Mubarak, from his Mubarak hand the water of Kawthar, Ya Allah. Bless us with his Shafaat, Ya Allah. Grant us Jannat with Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Ilahul Alameen Ya Allah And all those who are sick give them Shifai Kamila Ajila Mustamirra Daima Allah remove every trace of their ailments Ya Allah Allah whatever difficulties and hardships anybody is in Allah out of your grace and mercy remove it Ya Allah Allah grant afiat to one and all Ya Allah Grant sukoon and itminan Ya Allah Ilahul Alameen Ya Allah Allah unite the hearts of parents and children Ya Allah Unite the hearts of brothers and sisters Ya Allah Unite the hearts of spouses Ya Allah Unite the hearts of family members Ya Allah Unite the hearts of communities Ya Allah Unite the hearts of the Ummah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Ilahul Alameen Ya Allah And all those who have raised their hands to this dua All who asked us to make dua for them Ilahul Alameen Grant each one the best of dunya and akhirat Ya Allah Remove each one's difficulties and hardships Anxiety, sorrow, grief Ya Allah Ilahul Alameen Grant barakat in each one's rizq Ya Allah Grant abundant halal and tayyib rizq Ya Allah Filled with barakat Ya Allah Save us from total and every drop and grain of haram and doubtful things, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah bless us with tawfiq of righteousness, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah fill our hearts with iman, Ya Allah. With yaqeen, Ya Allah. With taqwa, Ya Allah. With tawakkul, Ya Allah. With inabat, Ya Allah. With your muhabbat, Ya Allah. With rujoo ila Allah, Ya Allah. With qanaat, Ya Allah. With haya, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, with all the noble and beautiful qualities, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, whatever we have asked for, Ya Allah, out of your grace and mercy, bless us with it, Ya Allah. What we have not asked for and should have been asking, Allah, bless us with that as well, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka min hunabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa na'udhu bika min sharri masta'adaka min hunabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه معين والحمد لله